0: chapter twenty one of grandpa's darlings by pansy this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter twenty one praying she wasn't three years old indeed she couldn't have been more than two and a half when one day she came to mamma with a long face and said gracie's nose is very sore can't mamma cure it mamma examined the nose very carefully and found that a little bit of a boil had settled itself in a snug corner almost out of sight she tried to explain to gracie what was the matter but the small lady asked so many questions that it would have taken at least a doctor to answer that at last she said in despair oh dear me i really can't explain it to you but in a little while your nose will be well again you must try to be a good patient little girl until then It is a good deal easier to tell people to be patient than it is for them to follow your advice, especially when it is a little two-year-old baby and she has a boil in her nose. She didn't feel patient a bit. She poked at her nose a great deal and often made it ache harder than it would have done. I have seen older girls a great many times since then who made their troubles worse by poking at them and thinking about them at last gracie came to her place for comfort mamma i want you she said speaking in a grave earnest tone i want you to kneel right down and ask god to give me a new nose he made this one papa said and of course he can make another don't you think maybe he has some already made anyhow it won't take him long and i do need a new one this aches dreadfully and i am so tired of being patient to it i don't think i ought to be patient any more will you tell him about it mamma darling said mamma trying not to laugh i will ask him to make your nose well again and help you to be patient until it is well that is the best thing i can ask for my little girl she was not quite satisfied with this but as it seemed to be the best that she could do she submitted and ran away to her play three or four times during the day she asked her mother if she had asked god to cure her nose and on being told that she had would walk away with a rather sober face toward evening the nose grew sorer and sorer and gracie who was tired out with a long warm day of trotting up and down the world was feeling very much out of sorts I wish i could make a picture of her as she stood in the middle of that bright little room her dolly at her feet her little pail under her arm dolly's bonnet in her hand and with the spare hand feeling of the sore despised nose it was swollen badly now and looked red and angry don't touch it darling i said you will only make it ache the harder she made no answer but marching across the room with an indignant face and angry voice she said to her mother mamma i want you to kneel right down here where i can hear you and tell our father that i must have another nose this minute i can't wait another second i have stood this nose just as long as i will dear dear how many times i have thought of what grandpa said about it when we told him it was impossible not to laugh at it she was such a little mousy and knew so little about what she was saying but almost as soon as grandpa had laughed his face grew grave it is funny in her he said because she is such a little one but what a sad thing it is to hear people all the world over praying in just that way they have forgotten that the prayer that jesus gave for our copy has thy will be done in it and they say i will have it anyway i've heard a great many prayers myself like that i always think of it when i see people determined to have their own way speaking of this reminds me of the water cure again and of the strange time that we had with gracie one day she was very much given to making calls on the ladies who boarded in the house it seemed so funny she said to call on ever so many people without going out in the street that she could hardly resist the temptation the less so because little girls were rather scarce in the family and everybody was glad to see her bright young face so after a while she grew to thinking that the only important thing to do in the world was to make calls she wanted to flit like a butterfly from room to room only taking care to keep away from the room where she herself belonged mamma did not like this kind of education for her little daughter and had made a law that gracie should only call on her friends at a certain hour of the day this rule was very hard to follow she constantly forgot it and was beguiled into making several visits that were against the law until at last mamma felt that she couldn't accept the excuse of i forgot any longer on this particular day poor gracie sat on the foot of the bed in tears because as a punishment for her forgetfulness she had been told that she could not go down to dinner at the long table but must stay in her room and have the dinner brought to her oh dear how she cried it was a terrible punishment to her she was very fond of being perched in her high chair between us and carrying on a conversation with all the ladies around us suddenly she slid down from the bed and ran into the clothes-press shutting the door after her in a minute she whisked out again and began to coax her mother to forgive her this once and let her go i forgive you of course said mamma you know i am always ready to forgive you when you are sorry but i must keep you in your room as i said to help you to remember you know you have forgotten what i told you several times now i want to help you before this sentence was finished gracie was crying again and to our surprise she rushed back into the clothes press Pretty soon she appeared again and said Oh mamma, do please let me go this time I truly will remember after this. I will make myself remember. Mamma looked astonished. Why, Gracie, she said, I thought my little girl knew better than to coax after I said no. It seems to me that I can hear even now the astonished little squeal that Gracie gave she seemed so surprised as well as grieved i think too that she was a little bit angry at least she went back to the clothes press with such a banging of doors that the last one swung open again and showed the queer little girl kneeling before her mother's big trunk and in her excitement we heard her say oh dear jesus do please make my mamma let me go down to dinner make her so hard that she can't help letting me i want to go so much and i know she won't let me unless you make her and if you will i'll try very hard not to forget again now did you ever hear such a strange way of praying as that i thought then that i never had but i have decided that a great many of our grown-up prayers are made after the same pattern not perhaps so plainly spoken as gracie's was but after all they mean about the same thing give me just what i want and then i will try to be good that would be a queer sounding prayer too but did you never hear any one pray to god to give them something that they wanted very much and promise him if he would they would try to serve him that was just gracie's idea spoken a little more plainly but then she you must remember was a very little girl i am sure you will want to know what her mother did about the dinner and i assure you it was hard to decide what to do for she saw that gracie was trying to prove the truth of the teaching that god hears and answers our prayers it was plain to be seen that gracie thought her mother would have to yield and let her go because she had asked god to help her we talked it over what would you do said mamma dear me said i don't ask me i don't know i shouldn't know what to do with her half the time i'm glad i don't have to manage her well said mamma i wouldn't for the sake of keeping my word have her get wrong ideas as to prayer but i think she needs as much as anything the teaching that is in those words thy will be done I don't think her prayer is in the spirit of submission so gracie ate her dinner between the sobs sitting on the foot of the bed once she went with us to a ladies prayer meeting she was too young we thought to notice much about it and the only reason we took her was because we had no one with whom to leave her one of the ladies asked us to pray for her little boy gracie was fidgeting from one end of the sofa to the other i hadn't the least idea that she heard a word that was said but when we reached home she was very sober and thoughtful she called for a pencil and a piece of paper and sat down by her mother's side she was just learning to make the large letters with a pencil she worked at them much as a scholar would at a picture that she was sketching with a good deal of care it took her a long time to make one letter she had a large sheet of paper And I think it was nearly an hour that she worked at it without speaking, except to get a whispered word of advice from mamma once in a while about the shape of a letter. At last her work was done. She did not show it to me. She was very grave over it and seemed to think it something that must be kept secret between her mother and herself. Mamma, will you send it by telegraph? she asked with a sober face as she folded it by telegraph said mamma trying not to laugh isn't it to be sent to the post office as my letters are oh no mamma i shouldn't feel safe about it being sent in that way i would rather have it go on the telegraph mamma promised that if it was left to her judgment she would see that it was sent in the very best way and that satisfied gracie for she had that trust in mamma which made her think that what she attended to was sure to be done in the best way she gave the letter into her keeping and went to the kitchen for a drink of water it must be to a minister said mamma to me when we were alone her papa had occasion to telegraph to a minister last week and i think she must have concluded that letters addressed to them must go by telegraph i am glad that she did not make me promise not to show it for i am sure your curiosity must be aroused so unfolding the paper she bent over it gave a little exclamation of surprise laughed a little and then actually put her hand to her eyes to brush away a tear and when i came and looked over her shoulder i did not wonder this is what was on one side printed in very large letters dear god make him good these letters were so large they filled nearly the whole side of the sheet and on the other side the first word was a very large O with an exclamation point carefully made near to it she had learned only the day before to make them it read oh i mean charlie this was the name of the little boy for whom we had been asked to pray so gracie had heard enough of what we said to feel anxious for charlie and to want to do something for him you will be glad to know that her mamma sent the letter not by telegraph nor yet by mail but in a quicker better way than either of these she got down on her knees and said our father in heaven hear the prayer that my little girl has made to thee for her playmate charlie make him a good boy for jesus sake it was only the next week that gracie told her mother that it was wonderful what a change there had been in charlie since she wrote that letter why said she he is really a pretty good boy now and he used to be naughty sometimes i know the letter went because charlie began to be better right away and he is trying real hard for he told me so himself. When we told this story to Grandpa, he had another verse. This time it was for Gracie's mamma, and you will find it in the 11th chapter of Matthew, the 25th verse. I hope you will all learn it. End of chapter 21